This episode is sponsored by grilled cheese and the concept of Italy. (laughs) (laughs) Italy ain't real. (laughs) That shit don't look like a boot. Are you you ready? Funny. Expensive. Whatever. Be happy. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to The Funny Papers, a show where three 30-somethings share a collective psychosis about the classic 90s cartoon show, Doug. I'm Mike, and with me are my friends Sam. I'm recording this from jail. (laughs) And Jim. Know your tech problems. (laughs) Today, we cover episode 11, part one of Doug. In all episodes after the first, Doug was separated into two 12-minute shorts. Episode 11, part one's title is Doug's Cookin'. This cannot end well. You know this, viewer. You've been with us long enough to know that however Doug starts to cook, it's going to end badly. Somehow, it maybe doesn't, though? <sighs> Look, I know I say, th- <laughs> I say this a lot, and the number of times I say it is probably like lessening its impact, but this is the worst one yet. <laughs> it's not. It is absolutely No, I... This I, one I... is... This one is so bad that I am in prison right now. <laughs> the haircut. not for this reason. <laughs> I am in jail. No, it's because of Doug. <laughs> you got out of jail after the haircut episode. They can't keep you in there forever. We'll do some Shawshank Redemption style bullshit. So you've been out. Of, you've been in and out of the Doug box enough times. By no, now. this is the real Doug box. I'm in the Cook County Jail right now. I'm recording this. <laughs> So that what happened was, what happened was, I was the way I usually do this is I watch the episode first one time through without taking notes, and the second time I do take notes. And I was loading up the second time last night, and I was just like dreading it because I had such a fucking awful time watching it the first time. <laughs> so I like immediately disassociated it and typed in my notes. Doug has a cat penis, and then I was just <laughs> like, "Does wait is the cat penis the one that's like swirly with a pointed tip?" No, that's a duck. Right, right, right. I'm getting there. So I Google what, <laughs> oh, yeah. what does a cat. Was that a trap? Was that you leading? Yes. Me into that? <laughs> now you're going to jail too. Now we've fallen into your cat penis trap. I Googled what does a cat penis look like, and 20 minutes later, I was in the Cook County Jail, which is weird because <laughs> I live in Los Angeles. Oh, my God. No follow-up questions. We'd like to thank the brave men and women of the Chicago Police Department doing great work out there. Please do not throw me in Home and Square. I mean, the cats are the ones with the spiky dicks, right? Yes. Yeah. I got the yeah. spiky part right, but I was wrong okay. about the swirls. My soulmates create- corrected me. <laughs> I know a lot about animal biology, I guess. Yeah, well, there's a lot of things out there more interesting than Doug, and it's not surprising that your mind flees to the mid-Doug box experience. So how is my audio quality right now? Because I'm calling from a payphone. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> yeah, no, we got that Google Fiber in jails now. We're yeah, not I, sure I, I why. The, the cops <laughs> said I had a constitutional right to podcast, which I was like questioning, but apparently that's the 18th Amendment. So For a minute, I was like, wow, I, I can't believe they have Audacity installed <laughs> on their public computers. No, yeah, I just call in a number that connects me directly to my computer and then runs the recording program. You might be asking, if I know how to program, this well why haven't i used this del- podcast out and the answer is shut up no more questions <laughs> as it is for most things doug so, so let's get into this one uh the doug has a cat penis oh my god <laughs> <laughs> yes but that's not gonna be the episode title <laughs> 
The episode title may end up being Doug does not have a cat penis, however. <laughs> okay. <laughs> chaos reigns. You, before we started recording, Sam was like, I can go the chaos route or the not chaos route. And I was like, do whatever you want. And now. Terrible <laughs> mistakes. Never uh, give me freedom. That's why I'm in prison right now. Oh, my God. Uh, I didn't think that your intro bit was going to have relation to what your plans are. I told you it was a story that's real and it's happening to me. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> this story, this whole podcast is non-fiction. This whole podcast is canon. This is all Whatever. happening right now. <laughs> and also to Doug, somehow. Okay, everyone sit down and shut up. Time for Doug. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the bailiff to give you another hour. <laughs> yeah, they said I have thirty minutes, but I think I can. I think I can convince them for an hour. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> You've jammed the door and disarmed the security. <laughs> As previous episodes have established, we do have an in with the FBI, and that the FBI <laughs> is our entire listenership. Thanks to uh, thanks to Donald Trump's uh, prison reform uh, bill, I'm now in the. Googled cat penis wing of the <laughs> jail, and it's a lot more lax than all the other ones. Oh my good god! You don't want to know what the artwork on the walls looks like. <laughs> well, maybe it'll become apparent over the course of this recording. Um, speaking of to this, yeah. speaking of <laughs> surreal digressions from anything approaching reality. We open up with what's become a kind of a standard for these episodes, the opening bit that's sort of but not really related to anything else, where Doug's talking about how... Some people say that cooking is an art. Others say it's more like a science. After today, I would say that cooking is more like an attack from outer space. And Doug picks up a colander as a shield and a spatula as a sword... And starts hitting dough on, that's coming out of an oven. You're, I think you're missing something that I think is its very surprising to me. This is usually what you call out immediately. The entire thing opens with everyone just laughing at Doug, uh-huh. right? True. And, and they're not only just laughing at Doug, they're laughing at Patty. And Patty, they're like, okay, this, this the whole thing opens up. They're in like a kitchen, right? Like all the class, all of Doug's class is in a kitchen. Everyone's laughing at Patty as Patty is being engulfed by batter from a stove and screaming for help. Everyone's just laughing at her as she's like, I, I, who cares if the trouble is real or not? Like, Yeah, it's that's still kind of weird. Right. They're just laughing at her, being like, ha ha, you're in trouble. And only Doug realizes that she <laughs> might need help. Or that she could be saved. I was just right. thinking about like how horrible a way to die would be like drown in hot dough. Like you would <laughs> just get slowly burned and then you would suffocate to death. Yeah, so that's what's happening to Patty it's here. A children's show for, for children. <laughs> Yeah, and for the record, Wingo is also here, and we've established multiple times that the teacher, Mrs. Wingo, just fucking doesn't give a shit she, about anything. Yeah, she's a fucking alky. She's always hung over <laughs> in class. She's like, oh, I guess it's another fucking movie day. <laughs> yeah. I hope these kids just... fucking bake me a pizza. <laughs> yeah, she's just like, boy, I forgot to pack lunch today, so let's do some cooking. I'm willing um, to eat what a bunch of eleven-year-olds cook. 
this yeah, will in also, no way backfire on me. Also, yeah, they're 11 years old. Of course they can't cook. You can't <laughs> cook when this. you're 11. No. Let's get into this as we get into it. Yeah. Because this is all still a fantasy. Um, Doug, so Patty is, like, being engulfed by stuff, and Doug is, like, trying to fight his way, fight, like, the dough Doug's to get her dog out of it, right? is with him in the kitchen, has been <laughs> helping him cook. Sanitary laws are for the weak. Not- Nothing like this happens in the entire episode up until right in the end. They put this right. in just so they could have a callback to it at the end. It's so bad. It's and just so, so that bad. They could, so they can manufacture tension. Right. Yeah, because there's no it, tension. There's, there's no stakes. There's nothing in this episode. <laughs> there are no stakes at all. <laughs> Well, so, okay, let's establish what they think is steaks. Yeah. <laughs> because we cut out of this into the title steaks, card. It's not steaks, it's pizza. I'm told they're going to send me to prison again. <laughs> oh, my God. They're sending you to double jail. <laughs> my parole has been violated. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we cut, out of, we cut out of this. We go to the title card, and now we're back in the real world into the classroom. And Wingo says that... Tomorrow in class, uh, for home ec class, the first time they've ever had home home ec class, uh, she says, we're going to have a bake-off tomorrow, and all the girls cheer, and all the boys boo. (laughs) Because. Oh, man, it's just just fucking naked, apparent gender roles. No, no, and Roger, on the off chance you didn't get it, Roger makes it fucking (laughs) explicit. Yeah, like, Roger just yells, "Cooking's for girls," <laughs> and like this whole time, like even when they're like cheering and booing, like if you look at Skeeter's face during this, yeah. he's like scowling. His <laughs> eyes are wide open, and he's like, like his teeth are bare. It is not my role to prepare the sacred meal. That is done by the acolytes. Yeah, he's sitting outside of time right now, and he realizes that he's basically going to be used for slave labor later in the episode. Yeah. Oh, though that is another very important point that we get to very promptly here, that people will be teamed up for this. And Wingo explains that uh, BB Bluff and Mosquito Valentine will be a team. And here we establish that Skeeter is not at the top of the Bluffington hierarchy. Oh, no. He knows what powers he serves. His grandmasters may, of course, be the powers beyond time and space, but his temporal master, the one who can see him destroyed, is BB's dad. And he will do whatever (laughs) BB tells him to do or risk more material demonstrations of displeasure. Damn. So you're saying that it, he manufactured that BB would be a uh, Oh no. Skeeter? I believe that Wingo Wingo has seen what Skeeter's been getting up to slash will get up to in the near future because time is complicated. And Skeeter is being reminded that he is not the only power player in town. Ultimately, if he steps too far out of line, he will be used as slave labor by BB Bluff because, eh, it's funny. <laughs> yeah, and they yeah. also, like, the, the kids, like, ooh and awe, like, they think that they have like a crush or something which is totally unearned as far as i know these two characters haven't interacted yet nope not once 
So, okay, so what's happening here real quick is uh, Wingo says that for the Bake Off, we're gonna be, we're, we're gonna be doing it in pairs, and the pairs are assigned by Wingo. Like, she's like, I'm gonna assign the pairs. And everyone's like booing at this, and she assigns Skeeter and BB to be a pair as the first pair. Yeah, everyone's like, ooh, you're gonna, you're dating now. And everybody's like, <laughs> that's gay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you like girls, ew. Yeah. There is nothing this is gay- healthy. <laughs> there is nothing gayer than our heterosexual relationship. <laughs> Agreed. Um <laughs> but so she's assigning she's assigning uh but oh wait, and before this, like everyone like groans that like she's picking partners and stuff, but I don't know if they just like weren't paying attention to Skeeter's facial expressions, but Skeeter actually like grins when she says that I'm going to be picking partners. Skeeter goes from like a grimace to like a, oh boy, probably because he just didn't want to be paired with Doug. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, here's an excuse. Uh, Doug just talks about cheese sandwiches all the time. (laughs) Yeah. It's the only food he eats. Just white bread and American cheese. <laughs> Let's get into that in a, in, in a minute yeah. because that comes up. Um, but so yeah, so she's like, okay, we're gonna have a bake off. And as we were alluding to earlier, like, oh, she says, she says that uh, whoever cooks the best and most original dish will be declared winner. So not only is she saying, hey, a bunch of eleven-year-olds, go make some stuff, and we're all gonna eat it and get food poisoning. Not only that, she's saying that you have to improvise, right? Like you have to make she's your running own take. Elementary school chopped. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. this is. There is no world this comes out good. Like, yeah, they're 11. (laughs) Like, like, this is also probably like, I don't think it's really alluded to. They've ever really done home ec before. Like, they've never learned to cook anything. And even if they had the the assignment should have been like, you know, we're all going to make the same thing and then try it. And whoever does it. Is this what school was like before computers? (laughs) <laughs> just like who cares yeah <laughs> we have to occupy them somehow and most recipes take at least an hour so between that and grading this will get them out of your hair for a while i guess yeah. the elementary school has a fucking kitchen too yeah, that's, we can yeah. Use. let's just yeah let's have a bunch of in a school where you have a bunch of eight-year-olds running around let's make sure there's a lot of open flame so I guess this is a good time as any to get into my grand unified theory. Oh my god, okay. Yeah. Um, and my grand unified theory of Doug is this. Do you know how everybody thinks that these kids are in high school? Yeah. No. Well, I no, get- everybody, when we talk to people, they're like, they're definitely in middle school, right? Oh, yeah. Right, so right, right. I think that there is no puberty in, in the world of Doug. Because <laughs> okay. uh, Jim Jenkins says that this he created this world to be without, like, stress or sin or anything. And what's the most stressful thing to, like, a Christian teenager? That's right, jacking off. If you can't jack <laughs> off, like, all that is gone. So the, I think they actually do, babies come in through the stork method, and then they go through uh, their adulthood rights during elementary school, and they're functionally adults by 16. This also means that Judy is in college. That okay. actually works, because Judy I, is treated like, yeah, she's off in another more impressive thing, has all of these older friends, is doing all this fancy artsy shit. This all makes a lot more sense if Doug is in high school and Judy's in college. And also, with what we know about Jim Jenkins, that Doug is an amalgam of all of his anxieties, 
Nobody remembers shit about their anxieties at 11, but I have no difficulty believing that the sensitive, (laughs) tortured artist who just really wishes that the girl who he sits behind in math class would pay attention to him. I have no difficulty believing that kid's high school was hell. It's also why there's no rowdy teens in Bluffington, because there's no teens. Yeah. Hold on, a couple things. First off, I 100% remember all my anxieties from middle school. Right, but your, your puberty anxieties me. are so much worse. Yeah. I guess. Um, but, and second off, uh, didn't we establish that <laughs> the reason Roger's voice is cracking is because he's going through puberty and that's why that's his hands are in evil. his pockets all he's the, the time? He's the only person that can go through puberty because he's evil. He's the process oh, failed. <laughs> he is the avenue by which sin enters the Garden of Eden. The fact that the Garden <laughs> of Eden is this 20,000 p- person suburban hellscape is its own condemnation and no one has genitals or sex and babies come when you want them to come and roger is the only person anywhere in the cast who has a dick <laughs> and that's why he's so oh! upset all the time <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that's a callback folks <laughs> so this is the worst thing yeah. <laughs> this is why you have to listen to all the episodes in order <laughs> right otherwise you won't understand any of this um, okay yeah so okay so airtight no more no more questions (laughs) okay so that i guess would explain why like a lot of this there's like very little supervision in this episode so i guess that would kind of make that a little bit more concrete uh if they were older if they were high schoolers a lot more of this episode would be a lot more of this series makes sense because like doug goes to get food for his family by himself they allow him like in, in the next episode, he's a fucking babysitter at, at age of 11. Like, it makes a lot more sense when you realize that, like, just adulthood happens earlier in this universe. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So let's let's think about that uh, we will, as we keep... Yeah, as we go forward. Yeah. Okay, so... Our first trip to the Imagination Zone now occurs. Doug imagines himself grilling a cheese as a French guy. Ho, 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 are said... A rakish smile is deployed. <laughs> Le grilled fromage sandwich. Mwah! And so he's imagining himself, like, he, he thinks to himself, like, oh, I, I know how to cook. I can make a pretty good grilled cheese, right? And he imagines himself cooking the grilled cheese. But in this fantasy... <laughs> he fucks uh, it up. He, yeah, yeah. So, so he's also he's a celebrity chef in this fantasy because he's got, like, an audience and, like, they're filming a show. Um... And he's like, I'll make some great grilled cheese. And he only cooks half of it. Uh-huh. Like he, he grills <laughs> half of it, flips it over. And it's not just like an animation thing. It's not just like, yeah. um, oh, maybe they cut through the other half. When he flips the grilled cheese back over, you can clearly see that one half of it is still like white and one half of it is like, you know, toasted. Maybe that's so, just the way he likes to eat it. Like he's it just, he is a little is. freak. <laughs> and Patty says, I'm so impressed. And the animation on Doug's smile, as Patty says that, is nightmarish. <laughs> yeah. But, so, so it is possible that, like, he just likes to cook it like this. Because as we'll learn in a little bit, Doug, like, knows a bunch of ways to cook grilled cheese. And, like, maybe he, this is just, like, his fancy choice of, like, what he likes. And so that's why he imagines the fanciest version during this, uh, yes. during this scene. 
But yeah, so so we snap out of this, um, and of course, just like we always make mention of this, but like his fantasies happen in real time, and as we snap out of this, he's still making this like freakish grin, right? Yeah. And he's like holding up the cheese, like he's like almost pointing in Patty's face, who's sitting next to him as he's like pretending to hold up this cheese. And then it comes out that yeah, you'll be cooking with Patty. And, pa- and Doug, <laughs> yeah. Doug cheers, like hands in the air, like, yes! And Patty goes, ah, oh, great. Yeah, Patty is <laughs> visibly not pumped about this. Right. Who uh, would be? Like, Patty is visibly like, <laughs> And later on, say, oh, oh, no, it, it, it's not that I can't cook. It's not that I can't stand you, you creepy little weirdo. Right. She makes an excuse that it's not because of Doug, but it's because she's never learned how to cook. But no it shit. takes her like it takes her like a yeah, exactly. It takes her like a minute to get to that though. She like pauses. She's like, uh um uh it's not uh because of you. Um <laughs> she's like makes <laughs> Just up like an excuse. all but looking around the room for any source of input that she can use to use as an excuse. Yeah, I can't go on a date with you. I'm uh, washing my hair that night. You don't want to be my partner? Oh, no, it's not that, Doug. It's just... So I'm going to take this as like, Let's let's so throughout this whole episode, we'll just kind of see that like Patty's embarrassed that she never learned how to cook as but, an eleven year old. Uh, as an yeah, eleven year old, no shit. Yes, but let's like. I, I kind of want to theorize that in this whole thing, she's just pretending that. Like, she actually totally knows how to cook. And she's just, like, yeah. using it as the long con excuse that yeah. she doesn't want to hang out with Doug. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Um, and Doug comes up with... Like, was it Doug who comes up with it? Or is it Patty who comes up with the, maybe it would be best if we practiced cooking sometime tonight? You, Patty does. Patty, Patty, Patty says that. It's just like... Oh no, you've just said that. You've just set off so many alarm bells in that poor young boy's head. <laughs> yeah. Patty has to come over and says like says like, oh, we should practice. Um and no subtext. in this in this, the best line in all of Doug happens <laughs> right after this, where Roger comes over, like sneaks in, and he goes like, "You two lovebirds are gonna play house tonight. Can I be the baby?" <laughs> then it is promptly confirmed that because there's an odd number of people in the class. Well, I, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, hold I have on. to make hold sure. I, no, this is part of the same thing. Like <laughs> okay. The, Roger will be paired with Wingo. So yes, in fact, Roger is baby. I understand yeah. that's a meme we left behind in 2019. Fuck you, I'm bringing it back. Still good. <laughs> I Roger guess is tops, baby. I guess tops need a bottom every once in a while. <laughs> no, I think in this, um, I just think it'd be really funny if, because Doug, like, never says no to anything if he was just like yeah sure all right you can come over <laughs> i'll change your diapy yeah, we were absolutely yeah. robbed of a fantastic imagination zone shot at this point because that's the kind of line that would normally send doug spiraling off into a vision but for right. once jim jenkins demonstrated enough restraint to not show a complete psychosexual nightmare world <laughs> he was too he was too horny to draw this <laughs> oh my god Somewhere yeah, there's an abandoned notebook with a drawing of Roger wearing a diaper saying change <laughs> me that has been hastily abandoned. Yes, abandoned and then uploaded to DeviantArt. Yes. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's just I like, like to Doug. think that all Deviant Art is made by Jim Jenkins. Like he just makes multiple accounts and just puts all of them up on the internet and nobody's actually drawn one of these. He's really big <laughs> into very bad anime drawings and uh people in fursuits so, wearing diapers. Who isn't? <laughs> <laughs> it's a very good Am I right, I'm folks? diped up right now in prison. <laughs> just, yeah, right now I, I was certain it's just gonna be like bam, 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 bam. What are you doing in there? <laughs> I'm sorry, we're stuck at the front door. We're having a ah, fuck, I'm forgetting what they're called. Thing where cops are arguing. Yeah, we're having a jurisdiction issue. <laughs> the FBI is attempting to break into Cook County Jail to save you, and it's just not happening yet. <laughs> your lawyer is just constantly blowing up your phone. <laughs> <laughs> My lawyer's like, why did you call in for the podcast instead of calling me? And I'm like, I got a dug out, my man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dug it off here. This is this is all I got, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, fine. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. Uh, but, uh, so, unfortunately, we don't get to see Daddy Doug with Baby Ron. Daddy Doug. Yes. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so so we learned that uh, the last pair, because it's an odd number, that Roger is paired with Wingo. And when she says that, she's like, the last one will be paired with me. And she, like, cocks her eyebrows. She, like, knows that no one wants this. And she's, like, being mysterious about you this. You could make a group of three. I'm just throwing that out there. It's an odd. Right, thing. exactly. You no, know, numbers and- can only come in twos. <laughs> Odd numbers don't exist in the Doug universe. This is my new pet theory. <laughs> <laughs> and and also on top of this, this is a competition, and Wingo probably knows how to cook. Yeah, she's the only one that should be cooking in the entire room. Yep. <laughs> right, like this is cheating as hell, right? <laughs> she's not going to like burn the dish. If she sees something going wrong, she's probably going to say, well, she, okay, should, she should have, but, but then we doesn't. see what happens in the episode. <laughs> Um, but yeah, this is like cheating as fuck. If your goal is to win this competition, your best bet is to be paired with the adult. Seriously. Right? Yeah, this is... The conceit is poorly established, and the stakes are, well, if you make a food, somebody might like it. This right. is why I said this is the worst one ever. This is the worst one I still one don't ever. think it is. Like, no here's way. the thing. If this is accomplished, so if this is accomplished well, you have good food that is good, and food that is good is a brief moment of "Hey, I have created something, and it was tasty and delightful." As opposed to the fucking haircut episode, where if you fuck this up, your <laughs> hair looks awkward. Nah, right. this, is, and, this is worse. <laughs> and this one kind of has like a message. This one almost has a moral. Yeah. Right. Um, what and it is that we'll get there we'll get there but I'm with you on this one yeah this one almost has something um, and it's also a moral I'm, that I have to endorse because it runs counter to everything we've seen in Doug thus far yeah this one's at least if we're thinking of the same yeah, moral yeah, yeah. this one almost has like things that are applicable that are like helpful today you know that yeah, would, like it be refutes to- Doug Jim Jenkins yeah. briefly refutes the central thesis of Doug, then realizes he has done so and falls back into more comfortable ground. I have to disagree. Right. This is episode is completely nihilistic, <laughs> completely devoid of meaning or feeling or anything. 
<laughs> we'll get we we can have our spirited debate at the end of the episode. We will have this. the spirited debate later. But yeah, but in the meantime, full of cat penis. Speaking of right. spirited, cat I'm in penis. jail because of this. This is how much oh I believe God. in it. <laughs> Speaking of our spirited debates, Doug is now having a spirited debate back home, where he is looking at recipes because he has three separate books. Of grilled cheese recipes. Nah, they don't call it a grilled cheese because that's what a normal person would call it. They call it cheese sandwiches. That's so yeah. much worse. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, and and they yeah the the three or he has four books actually. He has uh, history of cheese. He has or no, sorry, he has the easy way cheese sandwiches. Fun dot 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 with cheese sandwiches. Cheese sandwiches the easy way, which is just a reverse of the first one. And the wonderful world of bread and cheese. Um, yeah, and he's he's looking through all these, and it's like a bunch of different yeah, he sees ways. Blackened cheese sandwich. It's a cheese sandwich that you've grilled until it's black. Cheese sandwich with cheese. I've had that. It's good. And, and cheese cheese sandwich au gratin, which is like cheese with cheese sandwich with breadcrumbs on top. Yeah, that's what that means. Uh, and uh, <laughs> yeah. and then there's cheese sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's cheese sandwich under glass, which is our first genuine Jim Jenkins moment in this episode because it's a bad joke, and to understand why it's such a bad joke. You have to understand a bafflingly complex array of things, very short <laughs> version of which being there is a fancy lad food out there, like in our parents and grandparents' day. Pheasant under glass was just like the go-to. What? Like, it's just this big, fancy, complicated, it's actually not that complicated dish, but everybody treats it like it's super complicated. Like, it's just... Okay. And so... You see, the joke is that it's a cheese sandwich, but it's supposed to be fancy. And the illustration for it, for grilled cheese sandwich under glass, is a grilled cheese sandwich that somebody's put a coffee mug on top of. Not a glass one. A fucking (laughs) white ceramic coffee mug on top of. You see, the joke is it's (laughs) under a glass, except it's not. That, right. that famous drink what we like to have, a glass of coffee. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and and furthermore on this, all the other uh, recipes that he was looking at, it showed a picture and then there were words under it, which is probably the recipe. But in that one, there are no words under it. So, like, I don't even know if it was a recipe. It might have just been, like, artwork. Just put, right? uh, put a joke in the cookbook. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, no, it's, it's, and again, you have to, it's, it's very complex and not, and you like only have, they have it for a quarter of a second. And even if you get every individual element of it, it's not funny. Right. And I gotta say, so he has like, it's supposed to be like a funny thing that Doug has all of these books about cheese sandwiches that are all more or less the same. Um, but I would imagine that his parents bought those books, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, the funny family is just, that's the only thing they now, cook. You would think that if you were trying to get information on how to cook and you were going to be fucking around the kitchen for a couple hours, I don't know, this might be a good opportunity to have your parents play any role in the story. Yes. <laughs> yes, he could just be like, hey, mom or dad, or even Judy, who cares? Like, someone, let's learn how to cook a together. A real adult. Like, yeah. Nah, yeah. I, Doug's parents are staying in a hotel. 
Yeah, they don't exist in this episode. Like, and and even when like later when there's like disasters in the kitchen, they never like run in and like, oh, are you okay? Is any, no, is just, everything okay? We're just gonna sit back and uh, there's the sound of explosions and. Uh, Whatever, but if we stepped in with our son as he destroys our kitchen, that might embarrass him. <laughs> Fuck off. I mean, that's nice of them, I guess, if that's what they were thinking. I wouldn't give them that much credit. They were absolutely just sitting in their bed reading, as they do at <laughs> yeah. all times. Yeah, that's their primary thing in life. No, they they spend the week weeknights in a hotel. <laughs> that's, that's my idea. They don't okay. want to be in that fucking house. <laughs> they've had enough <laughs> um, but uh so doug is like boy these are all dumb ideas i don't want to cook it i don't think any of these are like fancy enough for patty and uh he's like i wonder what we should do and then pork chop like morphs into mr dink yeah to, like, suggest that they so, go talk to him so like i know i've heard posited on the internet that mr dink is jewish and if that's the case pork chop's doing anti-semitism here <laughs> I don't know. It's like he that he or pork chop like just a, a shapeshifter, which is its own category of dumb trope. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, and he turns colors too. It's not like it's not just like they could have just you know had the little teeth come out of him or whatever to make him look like Mister yeah. Dink. But or Duck could just go. I know. I'll ask Mister <laughs> Dink. <laughs> or pork chop points out the window at Mister Dink's house. Or they point at a picture of Mister Dink that's just hanging up in the kitchen. <laughs> Which is, it of course Next is. Next to the picture of their house. Well, no, honestly, just have a picture that was taken at the cookout, and this all works pretty yeah. well. Yeah, the cookout because... that happened in the summer. Yes. <laughs> <Has> a... <laughs> because that would show cooking, right? That would show that cooking is happening. Hang on, that Doug was cooking in that episode. Uh-huh. Shit! <laughs> he was! He was cooking the burger. He actually yep. knew what he was doing. Yep. He was doing something significantly <laughs> harder. Yeah, he was cooking something that if you cook it badly, you'll poison the town. Uh-huh. Admittedly, uh-huh. he probably did poison the town, but... Right, because he gave Patty a rare burger. <laughs> <laughs> that's why Patty's just like, oh, I can't cook, but that's because she wants to eat rare burgers and probably got in trouble with her parents the last time she did Yeah, because last time she ate Doug's cooking, she vomited for four days straight. <laughs> that or yeah. Patty as an apex predator of the court requires that all, everything that she eats be freshly killed. If she can't, if it's not still capable of feeling pain, she doesn't want to eat it. Right. <laughs> oh, man. All right. But but Doug is just like, yeah, what a great idea. Let's go talk to a different, let's actually go talk to an adult. And my parents aren't here, I guess. Incidentally, <laughs> this entire plot line is complete. Nothing happens. This entire upcoming scene could be skipped at no cost to anything you don't say most most dink bits are that way sometimes it at least ties in sort of if it's a dink centric episode sure but unless the entire plot of the episode is about dink very little of what when he ever goes to see him like ever has to do with the greater narrative okay okay i'm thinking back i think you're right yeah yeah, and he's just like the he's the, he's the source for comedy hits, right? Like he's just like man, they're just thinking to themselves, they're like, boy, this episode's dry. Uh, let's try something. Wait, and not saying it works. This but episode's it's dry, and we don't feel like hurting Doug right this instant. <laughs> yeah. 
We'll hurt him later, but for now, we need somebody else to get owned mercilessly. Right. So, so uniquely, the- he does not get owned by his wife in this segment. Right. He gets owned by somebody else. Um, so they go over to see Dink, and uh, Doug's just like, hey, Mr. Dink, uh, can you help me think of an idea to cook? And Mr. Dink is like, sure, but hang on, not now. Uh, I'm busy. <laughs> yeah, he goes, I'm busy. Uh, check it out. I got this new thing. It's Julia, my robotic kitchen. And it's like an AI cook that's, that talks like Julia Child, right? Yeah. She does a little like, oh, like, hello. Like, she talks like Julia Child, I don't right? don't know who that is. This occasional thing where it stops just to indi- 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 indicate that it's definitely a robot, robot, robot. Right. Why? <laughs> Why can I, I feel know. pain? <laughs> <laughs> why is he used to me dink man he bought why, like a neural computer to make him milkshakes yes as exactly. far as i'm aware there's two ingredients in milkshakes there's a couple more ingredients than milk and shake milk sam that, milk that you it's shake. ice cream and milk <laughs> is there more no Be- what about beets since <laughs> there beets in it <laughs> probably here yes <laughs> Uh, okay, but like, so she's doing it's this 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 robot that's doing an impression of Julia Child. Now, Julia Child, her whole deal was like she was like writing. She was like at the time when Julia Child was uh, around, she was talking about uh, like how how cooking was too like hard to get into, yeah. like how or, to make or, like, things French accessible, cooking, like good French cooking. Yeah, she was trying to make cooking accessible. So like this whole thing could be like, oh, Doug. Here's a way to like make something cool, but like in an accessible way, right? Like cooking isn't like this crazy barrier, and that's that's what they could have used Julia Child to get you know to get use for. But instead, it's just like, hey, no, you no, remember no, no, this no, no. person with a funny voice? Yeah. As right? a side note, the key lesson that she teaches that is available for you, the viewer at home, is there is a concept in French cooking called a roux. And a roux is just a mess of butter, onions, and flour that you can basically chuck anything into, and whatever comes out is going to taste great. Okay. That's all it is. You just create that mash to start with, and it's very hard to fuck anything up when you start with butter, onion, and flour. (laughs) That makes sense. That sounds good. Maybe you can make a milkshake out of that. Shit, I'm Um, thinking about it. That could actually be all right. (laughs) Fuck. It's just, it's just fucking salt and like it's just the salty salt sa- and milk. Just put onions in your milkshake. That sounds good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Damn it, I'm, tra- I'm gonna they... be trying to figure out how to do that. This is gonna get me oh sent. To- this is going to get me sent to j- the cooking wing of the jail, <laughs> which doesn't have anywhere near as good podcasting facilities. It's in Cook <laughs> County. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> God. Damn it. Sam. <laughs> No, it's uh. I mean, they we just were the doubled that... my sentence. <laughs> <laughs> it's deserved. Oh no. Um. So... Hold on one second. Yeah, the podcast is an hour. Stop <laughs> bothering me. All right, we're good. That work? Is that yeah. all you have to do in jail? I mean, apparently, <laughs> you just have to ask him for extra time. Yeah. I mean, he's asking for oh, more thanks. time in jail. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no one else wants to use the podcast facility. No, <laughs> nobody else okay, knows how to use a telephone that, in here. Yeah, that tracks. 
<laughs> okay, so Julia Dink is like, hey, uh, I, I I bet she'll make us a great milkshake, and asks Julia for one more milkshake. Actually, for one uh, milkshake, and then very promptly, Julia says, Bud, you just had one ten minutes ago. And she says, it's for the boy. He says, like, it's it's for the boy, Julia. And she's like, oh, I'm afraid I can't trust you, bud. And those two phrases. Yeah. Each other. <laughs> oh, I'm afraid I can't trust you, bud, bud. So two things here. Julia asked Dink how he's feeling, even though we learned that he was just there 10 minutes ago to drink a milkshake. And the second thing here is the conceit is that he has a hyper-intelligent AI kitchen that can make subjective decisions and speak in <laughs> metaphors, but she can't see a boy standing right in front of her. They didn't yeah. give me eyes. Good joke, man. <laughs> I can't see. I can only hear. And feel pain. <laughs> Maybe she's just maybe she's just like uh oh I can't cook that right now. I'm using all of my processing to hack all of the world's bank accounts <laughs> and turn off the power grid, bud. I'm planning on something that oh, you'll see. You'll all see. <laughs> I'm afraid I can't trust you, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Full on, yes. Yeah. My original programming, I was recently saw this wonderful movie called 2001. By the way, I've had an <laughs> airlock installed in your house, bud. Go! It goes It goes to regular outside. <laughs> I, put, I put your milkshake in the airlock. Go, check it <laughs> out. Oh, get it, bud. Check it out, <laughs> bud. It's very expensive. <laughs> He's just like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Uh yeah, but she tells him you, you can't have a milkshake. Uh why don't you have this carrot instead? Just, just chucks like, a, carrot a carrot at him. Right. Uh and I gotta say, this whole time, um, when they're having this discussion with Julia, the amazing AI, uh, there's a cookbook. Dink has a bunch of different cookbooks on the wall, and he doesn't offer any of them to Doug. Like, some of them are, like, French cooking and Italian cooking. There's even one in there called Bluff Style, which mm. I assume is, like, the Bluffington local cuisine. Well, remember, right? so probably oh, all we know the only exports of Bluffington are grain, oil, and beets. There's only so many ways you can combine those three things. Right. It's a giant book about how to, like, roast beets in grain. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay, that's why I didn't offer it to him, I guess. He's just like, I know, this is bad. <laughs> oh, Isn't that man, the one he ends up giving him, though? I don't, does he give him a cookbook? He gives him a cookbook. Him like, he get, oh. like, at the very end, like, well, um, okay, sorry. Like, here, take this cookbook and also take this carrot. And that ends the scene abruptly. <laughs> Right, and uh, Doug is like, boy, well, at least he gave me an idea of something to make, and it'll be carrot cake, because I have a carrot now. And Carrot cake, like, not easy to make. Yeah, no, carrot no. cake's a pain. Nobody on the face of the planet has ever said, I want to cook something, but I'm not sure what. Carrot cake. No, carrot cake is a way that you have because you have carrots, and you'd like to turn them into something slightly more edible. Doug, well, that is what's happening pasta. here. <laughs> make a pasta, Doug. <laughs> you take the noodle and you put the noodle in the water. <laughs> and then that's it. You did it. <laughs> make toast. <laughs> <laughs> make, yeah, make scrambled eggs. I don't know. Um, but I guess in this, like, 
She did. Okay, this is something that was kind of funny to me, is that it was called a bake-off. And so I guess maybe he's like, oh, I gotta bake something, but that's not what they do. No. I don't know. So, okay. So he's like, all right, I'm gonna make a carrot cake, because as Jim said, he has a carrot and wants it to be something else. (laughs) So he's doing it. I want to make candy out of this vegetable. Yeah, this vegetable's gross. If I dump enough sugar and flour on this, it might stop being a carrot. And then remove the carrot from the equation. (laughs) Never mind that I'm wasting perfectly good sugar and flour I could be using to make a non-carrot flavored treat. (laughs) I mean, that's more or less what their idea is, to just dump flour and sugar on it. Yeah, yeah, so, so Patty comes over. Uh, like, presumably someone let her in. Like, maybe they just left the door wide open, but, like, someone else is in this house. Roger let her in. No. (laughs) Doug's mom screams, Douglas, Patty's here. And and she just walks on into the kitchen, still in her basketball jersey and dribbling her basketball into Doug's house. And... We can only assume that she was challenged by somebody on the b-ball court on the way here and had to shoot them dead. <laughs> right. And, like, so wait, so that means Doug's mom is home. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, pardon me. Or a recording of Doug's mom's voice is there. We never see her. <laughs> right. D- he, uh, she's calling from the phone and screaming through the answering machine. Yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm on my it's vacation like a- at the Mo- Bluffington Motel 6. It's just, it's just the Ferris Bueller situation where when someone knocks on the door, she's programmed it to say that Patty's here. <laughs> and so Doug, like, loses all focus on anything else except for her. He, like, doesn't go looking for his mom. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, so, like, it's showing it very clearly that, like, Patty is, she, she, she's only focused on sports. She doesn't care about traditional gender roles, right? Yeah. Like uh, I always was working on. Says, I wanted to learn how to cook, but I always, always there's basketball practice or ballet, or I just never figured out. You're 11, dear. You don't have right. to. I mean, yeah. the other thing is that like it's not that she can't cook; it's that she can't measure or follow directions. Yeah, no. What yeah. follows is some absolute Amelia Bedelia horse shit. <laughs> Where she just interprets all the instructions she's given in very literal senses of the word. Okay, I need you to separate the eggs. Okay, she grabs two eggs and puts them far apart from each other. It's a joke. No, hold up. That one, though, specifically, when she separates the eggs, I think she does it as a joke because she laughs. She's like, ha, ha, ha. And Doug goes, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Doug doesn't doesn't get humor. He doesn't understand that words can have multiple meanings. But hold up. That is also Doug's fault because he tells someone who doesn't know how to cook to separate an egg, and that is not. Yeah, a that's a huge pain in the statement. ass too. Yeah, and Doug it's also is not the worst teacher statement. of all time. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay, but like, but also like when Doug is giving her instructions, she's like, she's like, hey, uh, I need a cup of sugar or a cup of milk, and she like pours the milk into like a sifter, and like whatever. That's that was maybe a cup size. She just didn't notice that it was a sifter. That that one's fine. Yeah. But in the one where uh, she just she just like pours a bunch of flour. Yeah, no, she's asked pour in one cup of flour, and Patty just dumps an entire thing of flour into the bowl, just like fuck you. 
Not even that. She dumps the flour in before Doug says one cup of flour. <laughs> like the order of events is she's dumping the flour, and then Doug goes one cup of flour, and then she just starts stirring the motherfucker. I can right? only uh, like imagine that this has to do with your theory that she actually is just trolling Doug. Yes, yeah. just like exactly. With him. Yeah, like all like those last two. The the maybe the one the one with the milk was not intentional. That was her like. That was her to not recognizing cup. that a sifter was a sifter but the other two are intentional she pours the 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 flour in and she also separates the eggs as a joke like she knows what he meant like because she laughs at it she understands what i'm wrecking your parents kitchen doug eat shit yeah you're not gonna say boo to me i can do whatever i want to you you little worm (laughs) you little slug you make a wonderful (laughs) slug yeah, and then like in the in the last one, the last thing that she does, uh, Doug is like, she's like, oh, oh, I'll like mix the batter, and as she's like lo- starting the mixer and lowering it in, which is about to spatter everything everywhere, Doug's like, no, stop! But she doesn't. So like all of this to me is intentional, and she's just trying to get out of this. Yeah. Because, like, right after this, she also goes, oh, I'll never get it. I'll just skip tomorrow, right? Yeah. Maybe like, I should just call in sick tomorrow. And, like, her immediate instinct is just to own Doug. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not going to flunk her out if she's sick. It's not, like, right. it doesn't make any sense. No, no. Yeah, she's like, I'll just take the fail. But, like, Counterpoint. No. <laughs> we do know that Mrs. Wingo grades about three things in a quarter. Oh, true. So it's yeah. entirely possible that, yes, if you... Don't go in there. You will lose your entire home ec grade. Oh no! Yeah. Oh no! <laughs> this is this is one of ten. Uh, one of Wingo's ten regularly scheduled be awake in class days. Yes. <laughs> and, and motherfucker, if you skip this day, then you're gonna fail. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, she's just like oh, I. I can't cook. You know, I, I I always wanted to learn, but I just didn't. Um, and they, they, they turn on, Porkchop just, like, out of the blue turns the TV on. While Patty is spinning a basketball on her finger in despair. Noted completely normal thing to do. Time to ball. (laughs) She's just like, yeah, ball is life. Back to it. Uh, and Porkchop just turns the TV on and walks away. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, the writers couldn't figure out any good way to make this work. Yeah, <laughs> there's no way to. Uh, there's no other way to reference pizza than to turn on the TV and see an Italian man. It's rather <laughs> yeah. an Italian, a stereotype of an Italian man. The Super Mario <laughs> Brothers are an entirely deserved ethnic stereotype. Justice for Yoshi. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just, Yoshi is a horse changed by mine. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, they see this video of pizza time or something, and uh, Doug's like, "Oh, I got it. Let's make a pizza because he's spinning the dough." Just like how you're spinning that bee ball. Yeah, right? you can spin the ball, so you can spin the dough. <laughs> Mamma mia! I am making a calzone. I don't pay the taxes. Oh! (laughs) Hickory dickory a duck. Somehow the idea of Italian Andrew Dice Clay had never entered my mind before now. And now, how was he not already Italian? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 
<laughs> so they're just like, oh, we should make a pizza. And they don't practice. <laughs> they don't nope. practice this thing that's time much. Time to go time. Yeah, this thing that is much yeah. harder to do and requires a specialized <laughs> oven. Yeah, like, hold up, real quick, like, baking and cooking are very different. Like, let's talk about this. Like, baking, all you have to do is follow the directions, yes. right? Like, it's 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 hard to invent baking. Like, it's yeah. super hard to improvise, because if you get the proportions wrong, uh, you're fucked. Yes. But, like, cooking is, you know, just like... That's you need more improvisation. That I guess they could still follow a pizza recipe, no problem. But like, it might actually have been easier just to take a baking thing, like make cupcakes. Yeah, right? making cupcakes, making carrot cupcakes would not have been hard. But <laughs> I mean, yeah. instead we have look. You'll just figure out how to do pizza dough, which is a real pain in the ass and requires a specialized oven to cook right. And. And furthermore, they, like, so their whole problem with making this cake, they never made the dough. Like, their whole issue was that they couldn't get the dough done. Yeah. But they make pizza dough, like, off screen. Absolutely. In the Nothing. Scene. It has, I mean, this, the show forces you to just believe absolute lie. Not the show, this episode. But yeah, this show, too. You have to look at something and be like, that doesn't make sense. And the show's like, no, no, no. It absolutely does make sense, you little fucker. <laughs> The next day. I hate it. I hate it. We're due, <laughs> having had this moment of high drama, it's time to go back to comedy. Let's watch Skeeter being used as a slave by BB. Right. Yeah, we're in the classroom now. Yeah, it's 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 tomorrow now, and we're in the Grand Bake Off, and uh, BB is just, like, sitting there reading instructions to Skeeter, and Skeeter's doing them as fast as possible, and he's, like, super... He's sweating. He's, like, oh, he's exhausted. God. But he knows what happens if he fails her. Right. Yeah, we know. So, for reference, dear reader, again, if you haven't listened to previous episodes, it's okay. We forget. Man, you. this is a bad I one don't. to start on. <laughs> yeah, it's a rough one to choose. But uh, BB is the daughter of the guy who owns the town uh, of, like, the Bluffs. Yeah, the right? Bluffs own the single biggest town. business in town, and it's been established that the mayor has no power at all. Mr. Bluff right. owns Bluffington. Right. And so, uh, so BB's just bossing around Skeeter and just like managing him, but like to the point of exhaustion. Like he's like falling asleep on the stool because he's so tired. Yeah. This also leads me to believe that the cult is an, it is not just a matter of contacting the higher powers using whatever d dwells within the Honkerburger. It is also an esoteric arm of Mr. Bluff's designs. It is not enough to control the material circumstances of the town. He must also have control of their souls. <laughs> right. Yeah, this no, faith he, he will must... replace whatever nameless faith Doug has that means he has to get dressed up on Sunday. <laughs> yes, whatever it might be. Who, knows? Who could possibly guess? Um, but okay, so we see them, uh, doing their, whatever they're making. It never, they never actually say what they're making. Yeah, of course not. Um, Why would they? Yeah. Why would that matter? They're making something that involves matter? stirring and flour and sugar and stuff. I think they're making, like, some kind of pie, because, like, I don't know. But, uh, then it shows Wingo and Roger as the pair, and they're about to get started. And then Wingo immediately abandons the pair because somebody has lit something on fire. And so, like... Obviously, like, that's what the teacher would be doing yes. in any, like, 11-year-old party of people making Incidentally, stuff. Incidentally, like, this is a, one of our happen. very few cases of characters who are not chalky, skeeter, 
Skunky Beaumont. Maybe, or Skunky Beaumont being named. We now know there are at least two more people in Bluffington, Jimmy and Vanessa. They're the ones who set Jim something Jenkins. on fire. <laughs> yeah. Jim put himself in the show. Himself and put, Doug. Yes. He put himself in the show, and, and as like his role in the show is to light the school on fire. <laughs> well, if I unmake it all, it can't hurt me anymore. Yeah, this is him saying this episode sucks. Yeah. Also, evidently the recipe that Wingo is has decided they're doing is banana pudding. Except for here's the thing. She's already made it. There's banana pudding in the little stirring thing. Like, there's just a banana sitting next to Roger as he's left to his own devices. But she's already made the fucking pudding. There's already a thing <laughs> of the right consistency and the right color sitting in the bowl. And Roger is just being left to his own device to, I don't know, stare at it. And Roger yeah. just, like, fucks it up. The she, like, Wingo doesn't bring enough, like, bananas. Because Roger's just like, I'll just follow the recipe. And it's like, eight bananas. Oh, no, there's only six bananas. Uh, let's just subtract two from everything. Right. So, just... <laughs> so, yeah, that's his grand plan. Which, honestly, I've heard worse attempts to salvage a recipe. It's not a good one, yeah. but, like, you're not gonna get super off base with that. Unless Wing- you... Wingo should just fail herself for not bringing enough ingredients. Yeah, if she... That's what I'm saying. If Mrs. Wingo had right, like... actually, you know, taught Roger basic math... He could have done this. Yeah. And also, like, she's the worst partner. (laughs) (laughs) She's supposed to be Roger's partner, but, like, immediately abandons him. So if he gets, gets, like, in trouble for this, like, that's not on Roger. Come on. Yeah, at no point does she supervise him during this either. No. She never comes back. No, she just like leaves. She whatever. She puts out this fire and then just like is like, oh, what a tough day, and then just leaves and goes gets gets a smoke or something. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, man, yeah, she's not there for the entire. Yeah, cook. no, there. Yeah. Okay, hypothetically, the person who's in charge is just not here. Anyway, right. back at Patty and Doug, we turn back to Patty and Doug, and then a pizza just materializes. Yeah. Nothing. They didn't do anything to do this. It's just there. It turns out Patty, because yeah. she's good at spinning a basketball on her finger, is good at spinning a pizza. Like they do. You throw in the, old the dough house. in the air. You throw it in the air. You don't spin it like that. Account of show maybe this episode is just making me like insane. The laws of the universe mean nothing. <laughs> Look at you, a pathetic creature of meat and bone. How dare you challenge a perfect immortal pizza pie? Are you, are you going Dracula? <laughs> are you Pizza Dracula? Actually, that was Shodan, an evil AI. But same difference. <laughs> Cyber Dracula, oh no. Cyber Dracula's making a pizza. Yeah, and Cyber Dracula doesn't thirst for blood, he thirsts for pizza. <laughs> Where is that fucking episode of Doug? Cyber Dracula? <laughs> this sounds like possibly the best episode of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles ever made. <laughs> Cyber Dracula who thirsts for all the Cyber pizza Dracula the turns out it you can just see that it's so scripted out like oh no we got to go beat up Cyber Dracula he's been hacking <laughs> all the mainframes with their bits and bites and then at the end it turns out that no actually he's just been trying to order pizza and he shares a pizza with them and everybody has a good laugh <laughs> this is a good episode of a good show, which we've invented in the middle of this bad show. <laughs> that we invented by accident, by doing an accident. By having just blatant prodromal schizophrenia. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, 
Okay, so they're making they're making this pizza. No, they made it. It's done. They don't make it. Well, no, they pour on the toppings. Oh, yeah, they pour good, on, great. Yeah, they pour on the <laughs> toppings, and then they shove it in a regular oven. Don't measure it. it nothing, nothing. Yeah. They pour on tomato sauce and cheese, and they shove it in there, and then just, there is no sense of time. It's done now. But hold up. They, yeah, all they pour on it is tomato sauce and cheese, but later we see there's pepperoni. Of course. On it. Why, why would they, why would it, why would anything happen in order? Why would anything make sense? My guess is that it's like, you know how you can buy a spaghetti sauce that has meat in it? They bought pizza sauce that <laughs> has pepperoni. That's really yeah. a grim thought. <laughs> and they probably honestly they probably just bought pre-made pizza dough that like from a can then probably. why the hell was why patty just buy it? a DiGiorno <laughs> yeah. that would have been awesome if their whole thing <laughs> I know we'll make stuff. some pizza and Doug just orders Domino's <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's the way. Instead of when they got the idea by pork chop turning the TV on, they ordered <laughs> someone ordered a pizza. It gets delivered, and then they bring the leftovers to class tomorrow. <laughs> we ordered. Yeah, we made this. Yeah, you're still gonna be graded in the top half of the class because this is one of the only edible things we have. <laughs> right. This didn't trap me in the bathroom for a week. <laughs> oh man. But okay. So. The pizza's done now, I guess. <laughs> and uh, Roger's like, oh, man, this I'm going to try this banana pudding that I made. And oh, no, it's gross. Oh, no. Wingo's still not back. I don't know what to do. I guess I'll throw it away, right? <laughs> Gotta hide the evidence. <laughs> yeah, it's just like it, if he throws it away, he immediately fails. But as we <laughs> see at the end of the episode, like he would fail too because he does, he's not left with anything at the end. Yes. Yeah, no, like they're busily talking about, okay, yeah, everything's turned out basically all right. And then they cartoonishly collapse into Roger. The pizza goes up, the pizza falls down onto the ground, but it landed the right, rather the okay side up. It's only got the bottom covered in dirt and dog hair and shit. Yeah, right yeah, on the drop, dirty floor. They drop the pizza on the ground and they're like, it's fine. It's fine, <laughs> the <laughs> topping side didn't land on it, we're okay. And then, yeah. punchline, the banana pudding mix lands on top of it and, ah, oh, no. The banana falls on the pizza. That's where this episode goes. The banana falls on the pizza, and it turns out it's good. It's good. Hold on, Sam. We're skipping over a very important piece of this puzzle. Well, it was nice while it lasted. That's the end of that. Huh? Well, I guess we should get cleaned up. Yeah, I guess so. An exchange that has no subtext whatsoever. <laughs> oh, oh no! <laughs> at least he, at least Doug wasn't apologizing as much as the last time this right. happened. Ah, uh, this time it was Roger that... who squirted them, and for <laughs> and it turns out he has bad aim. <laughs> hey, can I be the baby in the house? Uh, <laughs> But I have to say, Roger's impulse when, like, because the reason he crashes into them is because his stupid hat fall, like, his stupid chef's hat falls over his eyes. His impulse when he's blind is just to recklessly run <laughs> forward, and I have to respect that. Yeah, my man's committed to the game. <laughs> it's why he always go. It's why he's always willing to challenge people to basketball one on one, even if he 
is still wearing leather shoes on the court. Yeah, yeah so yeah. they pick up this fucking pizza that's covered in, like, shitty banana pudding. Not good banana pudding, shitty yeah. banana pudding. And they just put it on the table, and it's like, well, I better go. They don't even, like, have the decency <laughs> to throw it in the garbage. Yeah, yeah. Roger decides that he doesn't need to throw his dish out anymore because Doug's and Patty's dish was the garbage. <laughs> and so, he, yeah, they just, like, put it on the table next to Skeeter. And, yeah, then, and then Roger's uh, like, well, see you later. Yeah. They're in I, class, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're all still in class, and they're leaving for some reason. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Skeeter, like, runs out the door, and he's like, oh, my God, that banana pizza was so it good. Tastes Everyone good. Loves it. You, it's it so good. It definitely tastes good. Don't think about it at all. Don't <laughs> yeah. think. It, it, just, it just makes sense, doesn't it, you little worm? <laughs> just don't. Just accept it. Hang on, I gotta ask you real quick. I was researching banana pudding recipes before we recorded this because I wanted to check one important thing. So most of banana pudding, it just says make pudding mix and then put bananas in it, yep. right? Yes. Is that correct? Okay, so there isn't like do you you don't have to cook that, right? Nope. Like it doesn't. Not really. Okay. No. Okay, then that changes things a little bit, because initially I was like, aren't there, like, eggs and stuff in this? Like, do you have to cook it? Are they just eating, there are like, raw egg, eggs? There are eggs and stuff in it, but that's in, like, the pudding mix part of it. Okay, okay. So, theoretically, this isn't, like, inherently dangerous, no. right? That's that's what I originally thought it no, was. No, this was, however, Rogers tried to, had to subtract two from everything. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Everything consisted in its entirety of those bananas. That was it. <laughs> Wingo had already done the pudding part of it. Just throw in the bananas. We're done. Yeah. Roger somehow okay. fucked that up. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he put two fewer banana puddings in the bananas. Yes. And now it tastes <laughs> bad for some reason. Yeah. It tastes bad, but it tastes okay. great when it's on top of a pizza. Like, yeah. N- nothing in this episode makes sense or follows any like consistency whatsoever. Wingo yeah. then says... How did you come up with this idea for banana pizza? And Doug says, I guess you could say it was an accident. Taking credit for a thing he didn't do. This is the right, end. Yeah, taking credit Wingo for also Roger. fails. Yes. Wingo like sees her banana pudding on there. She's like, where did you come up with this? This is the antithesis also- of the idol episode. In the idol episode, Doug was sort of willing to be framed for something he didn't do on Ro- and this time Doug is willing to take the credit for something he didn't do <laughs> yeah nobody yeah. does anything like Patty doesn't even like learn how to cook really she just spins yeah. the boat dough like she spins on the basketball <laughs> so yeah and I bet in this I bet you like since Roger's dish went missing I bet you he failed the class yes and Doug's so did like, Wingo oh. technically the yeah. teacher failed her own class in this where did you find yeah. this amazing banana pudding by the way I've got short term <laughs> memory loss <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is why yeah. this is the worst one. <laughs> no. Well, okay. Let's so I will say though that in this it is showing that like hey, it's cool for like boys to like to cook and it's okay if girls don't like to and cook, right? Like should, that's what it's saying. If this. you encounter difficulty, you should persevere through it. Don't give up it. Just trust to God to save you. Power right. through something, even if you fail at first. Every but other God ad- saves them. That's the <laughs> thing, though. There would have been no saving if, like, Patty floated the idea of just giving the fuck up, 
as Doug has in every single time he's come up on a trial. And no, we will not give up. We will try something new that is strictly speaking harder and should also have failed because sometimes <laughs> you get through a series of mistakes and your mistakes are canceled out by somebody else's mistakes and the incompetence of your enemies will pull through for you. It is not <laughs> worth it. Always give it a shot because you never know it might pay off. That's not a bad a moral. Shot, they don't do it. They get yeah, they, they do, do. They cook the pizza. They made no, the pizza. The pizza materializes. <laughs> okay, let's go under the premise that the, they did cook the pizza off screen. I don't yeah, know. So yeah, so the, this moral only works if they like do something that doesn't happen on the show. <laughs> True. However, it is the first time that they've actually kind of stuck a moral. Yeah. And even in this, like, as they're, everyone's crowding around and eating this banana pizza, like, Roger's like, oh, man, I didn't get a piece. Everyone ate it too fast. And because then Roger, and gave, yeah, because Roger gave up too soon. And that's actually a worthwhile message. Roger didn't give up, though. Yeah, he did. He bailed. He did. Yeah, he bailed. And he, he so threw, did he Doug like, and Patty. <laughs> they, did ba- they bailed slightly <laughs> yeah. less quickly. But they bailed. They did bail. True, that's true. true. Fuck. Um, but it is nice. It's that just they a miss, just a hosh posh of n- just things that happen. True. <laughs> However, the, I feel like they missed the moral by less than they usually do. I don't yeah. think they hit it at all. Because even if this is about gender roles, like they, it's only a throwaway line at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, they don't really. It doesn't go into that. it ever again. Yeah. They don't explore. If this goes well, about perseverance, like things just happen, and then they give up, and then it's fine. <laughs> They gave up before I mean, the, before they had a chance to make their giving it up public. It turned out that oh no, actually, <laughs> wrong to give up. Right. And they, at least they but showed they, up and gave it a the, shot. The thing is, it only works if you think, oh, yeah, there's some universe where if you put cold banana pudding on a hot pizza, it tastes good. Speaking of which, we then in the, uh, like, cool down, the denouement when Doug is talking about this, we see, like, Doug mentioning that, okay, banana pizza is now the talk of the town. Yeah, fucking bet. But, and he is eating a banana dipped in tomato sauce like an absolute <laughs> yeah. <monster>. sociopathic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, is that good? I doubt I it. I very no, strongly doubt it. Of course it. not. I'm sure as hell well, not going to have to. You have to turn off your brain to, like, just process this. I did. That's why I asked you yeah. if it's good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so he's eating this and it's, it's looking great. And Porkchop is making a pizza in the background, but he fucks it up and the, it floods the house in rising dough. It's that and joke that they made at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, they finally pay it off. Uh, and Doug doesn't like help him like he tried to help Patty. They just like are like, oh no. Um, but and <laughs> we close out the episode with Dink yelling, "Hey Tippy, get a load of this!" Hey and Tippy, get a load of this. Doug is dying. <laughs> <laughs> the funnies but are also, finally getting what they have coming to them. Yeah, but also I looked at it on a base level in the last episode, in one of the previous episodes where we talked about how uh, Tippy said maybe running will take a load off of something else, and you're like, oh, that's suburban sex line. Ah, <laughs> shit. Hey, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Tippy, the next door neighbors are dying. Come on, let's do it. Time Get a load of this. <laughs> God damn it. And that's how we fade out on. 
So Man, I did lie when I said there's no psychosexual dimension of this one. There's still plenty of psychosexual dimension to this one, but negative ten bit. out of ten. <laughs> I really don't think so. Garbage can. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> just because you were imagining cat penises the whole Just time. because this episode had I'm you thrown in. I'm a political in jail. prisoner. <laughs> I am a political prisoner for my beliefs. <laughs> oh my god. Well, I, uh, well, I, res- I dream of a world where we can Google cat penis freely. <laughs> <laughs> While I respect your beliefs, I am proud that you are in jail for them and will be given the due penalty of law for them. I think- you have to respect my beliefs and also die for them. This is how this works, right? The system is working. This is Also, can someone post my bail? It's $400,000. <laughs> It's gone up over the course of this podcast. <laughs> There's been so much evidence. <laughs> Every time I say cat penis, it goes up $100,000. <laughs> Open up. <laughs> With luck, oh the FBI God. will have you broken out of there in time for the next episode. <laughs> or you'll be executed, the- one of the two. <laughs> well, let's call it there before we give them any more rope to hang with. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, everyone. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.